to LOA Today. I'm Walt Keeson. With me on the show today, Debbie G and Neo Positivity. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Now we, <laughs> there she is in her Santa hat with a tiara. I love it. Yes, yes. Good. All right. Got a slight change of plan today. Our guest actually had a last-minute conflict, couldn't be joining us, so we will be rescheduling him for another time, uh, which is going to be really cool because everything Neo tells me about him says, yeah, we want to be talking to this guy. But that's all right. We'll be carrying on the conversation today. Debbie is in the spirit of the holidays right now. You can just see it. I mean, it's all over your head right now. I mean, it's all over like, my background, too. I, I'm just having way too much fun here. Uh-oh. Up your your volume is very low all of a sudden. We hear you, but it's like, ooh, really quiet. Can you hear me now? Uh, yeah, it just needs a volume boost of some kind. Wonder what happened there. I don't know. I'll check it and let me see. Ah, it's adjusting. Anyway, itself. I, it's, getting oh, it's getting better. Well, well, me 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 I'm having like a seriously great time. I mean, really? Oh, look at this. Okay. That's, that is a cute little Santa type outfit. I love that. I mean, really? I'm just, now I'm looking for the creature that's going to fit in that. Yeah. That would be, uh... You see my, there's Santa pants too. You guys just gotta, for those that are listening, I'm showing a cute audience. Yeah, I'm I'm showing the really these really cute little Santa sweaters and they're adorable and they it would are. fit if you had a pet rat, it'd probably fit your pet rat. <laughs> so I had a pet rat. You never had a pet rat? I never did, no. Neil, you ever had a pet rat? I'm just trying to match oh. that wearing that. That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> oh, you're so damn cute. Oh, no. If you thought that, look at now, I, I mean, I don't really want to have a pet rat, but it kind of makes me think. <laughs> it would be... <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. I had ferrets that would look very good in that outfit. Oh, ferrets you have ferrets? Had. Uh, my whole ferrets, life, ferrets. I usually have at least one. Because I just love them. Oh, but they so stink. Cute. They do stink. They stink. They're stinky. Yeah, but they're, they're, they're furry. You know, <laughs> they're furry. Who smells like ammonia? <laughs> that that is true. That is very true. Uh, you guys. Okay, so it's a Friday. It's the week before Christmas. Apparently, we're just already in it. Like you are. Well, I don't know about your house. Well, yeah. actually, I can tell from your house just from seeing the background. I mean, you're already decorated over there, Deb. Yeah, downstairs too. And then Jim is coming this weekend and we're going to get our, we're going to get a Christmas tree and make, you know, cookies. And I'm just, I'm really, really grateful just for that alone. Oh my God. Yeah. Jeffrey Gizmo from the Gremlins. Totally. I completely agree. Gizmo with the, yeah, that would work. Yeah. A little tight, but it would work. Oh my God. (laughs) The Gremlins. The Under Armour. He could use it in the gym. That's way no, that's way cute. If you know, I can I could actually show you guys something that looks a tad bit like a like a like a gizmo gremlin, except it looks like the one that ate after midnight. Oh, okay. So that that's my dog monster. Dog monster, that sounds about accurate. I have a dog named Monster. I'll get him in a minute. You guys can see that he looks just like a gremlin. But you know, animals are a really good way animals, period. Are a really good way to just like raise the vibration. No kidding. Just, you, yeah. I have two. I have three dogs. Three dogs. Animals we, are, are are like music when it comes to that. That's true. Yeah, it's a good analogy. I like that. And al- and the that nice is, thing about animals is is they they give that love without any pretense. There's mm-hmm. no. They, people sometimes say it's unconditional love. I, I kind of think that unconditional love is a um, redundancy because it, it's not really love if, if it isn't unconditional, but it's certainly without pretense, without any kind of strings attached with just, you know, Hey, here I am. I love you. I'm so glad you're here in my life right here, right now. And I don't even know what happened 10 minutes ago. I mean, that's the kind of attitude you get with, with dogs and cats and ferrets and everything else. I mean, it's just wonderful what they do. Yeah. Animal, 
yeah. What, what do you think? Do you have animals, you guys? Two, two dogs. Cats. Two dogs. Mm-hmm. Two dogs. Three kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just have the two cats. One for each of us, you know. So, and and which one is for each of us? Well, it just depends on the day. You know, it, it, it alternates. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say well. uh, somebody would catch feelings if your if yours is spending too much time with your wife. Or hers is spending too much time with you. It, it does get a little bit uh, crowded sometimes at night because I'll wake up and I'll have one on one side and one on the other side. Like, oh, wait a minute. I can't move. What's going on here? <laughs> I'd be able to roll over. Got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. I really, I really love that. Yeah. We have a 10 pound dog, an, a furry white American Eskimo. You guys have seen Foxy. Oh, yes. She, yes. She was just over here trying to get up in it right now. She and I, she's now laying in her bed by me because she was like, thought she was going to get on camera again. And I'm not joking. Like she likes to get on camera. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. She's a Hamlet and she is my dog though. She's she yeah. like her mama. <laughs> yeah. Well, she showed that last week actually when Andrew Cap was on. She, she jumped oh, yeah. on camera, you know. Um, she's interesting too. She didn't really want to look on the camera. She just wanted to be on camera. She wanted yeah, to be. She just wants to be. Yes. Like, like, a, like a sphinx cat. A sphinx cat. <laughs> look at me. You're going to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you will. It's just oh my god, you guys. Okay, we're just having way too much fun. Hey Jeffrey, what's going on with you and your world? Where are you at out there? And. You know, I want to let, like really take a deep dive into, let's talk about uh, right now we're heading into the holidays and appreciation and gratitude are such a thing. And Walt just graduated from Taya Boot Camp. I did. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yes. It, I, I took 26 weeks to go through an eight-week course. So that's, you know, three weeks for every week. <laughs> they, they actually stressed the course out to 12 weeks to kind of make me feel better. So now it's, it's, it's a 12 week course, but you know. yeah, they did that just for Walt it was just, just because we, we, yeah, we were super concerned he might be butthurt over himself. <laughs> but it you was know, a great I, experience. It really was a great experience. I, I, I gained a lot out of it. I've loved the fact that so many um, LOA Today listeners have also become blue cameras. That's been really wonderful. I got to meet people. I love that. I love meeting the people who, who've been listening all this time. So mm-hmm. those of you who did join boot camp, uh, in part because you were listening to LOA today, thank you. I mean, it was, it's been great getting to know you guys. Does That's this, cool. Now I have to ask, does this mean, does graduation mean you're officially channeling? Does it mean that I'm officially channeling? Oh, geez. I don't know. It doesn't really get measured that way. I mean, well, in my case, I, my, one of my big goals with going to the program was to improve my internal connection. So in that sense, yes, because I have definitely improved it. In fact, I can say that the way that I improved it was in understanding more, no, not more, better, understanding better what it is. And the reason I say that is I I had long suspected for years, I suspected that because I've heard so many people say, well, everybody can channel, everybody can connect to source, everybody can receive messages, everybody can do this stuff, but I couldn't do it. And I, I just suspected it must be that I'm getting the messages and I don't know it. I'm just not aware of it. And that turned out to be true. Because it, and it took me a while to actually get this. But every time that I think of something, I now understand this. Every time that I think of something, something occurs to me and I'm in a high vibe space, that is a message from source. If I'm not in a high vibe space, that's probably a distorted message from the source that I don't want to trust because I, my, my ego has twisted it around to something that isn't what the original message was. And that's why it seems like for so many of us who, who have doubts about this kind of thing, it's why it seems like it doesn't work. It's, it seems like we're not getting messages because the messages that come through when we're in a lower vibe space that we're basically distorting out of all recognition, they don't work. They don't turn into what we expect them to be. And so we say, well, you know, that doesn't work. That, I mean, that, that can't be source. But it is. It's just that we distort it. So which ones do I listen to? I listen to the ones when I'm in a high vibe space. And then it works out. I think, oh, how cool is that? Now I know where the messages are. I found the message board. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. Okay. I was going to say that reminds me of um, Untethered Soul, one of the, one of the places I took. Um, that that book was um, basically 
when you're smiling or when you're laughing is when you're having the same exact thoughts as the higher you in this yes. moment. Yes, exactly. And when you're not, you know, you're in a different vibration. So it makes me, it makes me circle back to that exercise. I want to start implementing that back into my life because I got to tell you that book changed so much in the next two weeks after that book, I was just goal after goal, just pulling them in. So I'm circling back to that. Make sure you guys circle back to that too. If you are smiling or laughing, you are in perfect vibration or thinking the same thoughts that the highest form of you would be thinking in this moment in time. Everything else is, is just different. So just use that to smile more throughout the yeah. day and laugh more throughout the day. And just that, that's, that's better days in itself, let alone what it produces after that. It's beautiful. Did, did yeah, you say you said from a book? Uh, Untethered Soul. I think it was that book or the one I, I read before of uh, the audiobook I listened to before that. Uh, okay. I, I kind of take them into my garage and I go down this deep foxhole. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit of weed involved, but yeah, it, 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 <laughs> we, come we come out with greatness in the end of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm from California. That's like weeds, weeds like you practically can almost get it in the grocery store, but not quite. <laughs> It's coming like that in shrooms, that in shrooms. We'll talk about plant medicine on another episode when we get the expert in to sit with us. Mm. I want to sporadically throughout this episode, hit you guys with some affirmation creation. So be ready for that. I love that. I totally dig it. So channeling. So Joe says, uh, Hey Joe, that's my hubby y'all. He says that (laughs) I say, that everybody can channel, but graduating from Taya Boot Camp does not mean that you can channel. And that's absolutely right. You're, we're all a conduit. I think I've said it before, uh, something about it, you know, that we are, in fact, I know I have. Uh, we are the toaster. Got to plug it in. Mm-hmm. Got to plug was, it into source. I was in, the, I don't know how I got, but I was under the understanding that that's what graduation meant. That's why I had asked it. I thought that uh, was the goal, but now that I see it's a different goal. So. So actually what it is, is Taya is a place where you go to get tools to work through trauma and PTSD and the bullshit that every single solitary person on this planet has dealt with. There's every, I am under the belief, I swear to God, and I love you guys, but I'm going to say it. We're all trauma babies. <laughs> and we have trauma bonds. By the way, for people who are listening, she was sucking her thumb. That's what that sound was. I was just thought I would, yeah. So I just, look, it's, I was, I was a trauma baby. I mean, I literally need my pampers changed. It was bad. I was the most (laughs) butthurt ninny on the planet. I literally was victim mode on steroids and needed emergency victim butthurt kit for my ass so I could sit down in the corner on my special hemorrhoidal pad for my butthurt ass. And some tissues for my issues. I am not kidding. It was bad. I really, I love how I was basically the polar opposite of who I am today. That's for damn sure. And Taya gives you tools there to help you navigate some of that. That's what it does. It gives you tools to navigate understanding that you are really your ultimate transgressor. That's what I believe Taya brings every single solitary person to because I haven't talked to anybody who's actually working their tools that still has an outside transgressor. Once you start working it, nobody outside of you, you will know. You're like, um, yeah, nobody outside of me is doing any of that. You start taking your power back. You start owning your life and who you are and not giving a shit what that comes out like because you are being, you're in your truth, you're in your joy, your bliss. You know, the channeling thing comes in because what David does is he brings messages through from source just to give us uh, some insight. But the fact is you do have connection to that insight all of us do. It all comes out differently and we're all here to share our gifts differently. And hey, Jeffrey in Portland, Oregon, thank you for letting me know where you are. We're going to be going up through Portland, I think, in January. Um, we also have a Taya boot camper that's that's not far from Portland. And yeah, hey, hey, hail, yeah, to the psilocybin. I got to agree with you on that there, Jeffrey. <laughs> you, uh, oh, you guys. Yeah. Debbie, for the first time in life, you've made me appreciate my teachers. I'm, I'm one of those kids that had horrible experiences with, senior, with teachers. 
And for the first time, you made me appreciate them because I, I didn't go through life but hurt. Um, I learned early on. I learned early, early on that this is happening because something I did. I'm not a victim because this person did it to me. I learned that early on. And what I learned that with was homework and teachers. I mean, though my teachers were buttholes and I was probably a butthole back, I, <laughs> the fact of the matter is I didn't do my homework. And they said that made up for 70% of the grade. So I'm down automatically by not doing it. So, But that made me realize I didn't do my homework. I bought this on myself. And I kind of carried that into everything. And that's what helped me out throughout the years before I actually knew what the law of attraction was or the rules behind it. So mm-hmm. thank you for the first time. I have something to appreciate my teachers. There you go. They taught me that valuable lesson. I freaking dig it. Love it. Louise and I were actually having a conversation on this topic, by the way. We were talking about it, not not so much in terms of uh, being butthurt, but in terms of victimhood. We were talking about the concept Uh of victimhood. We don't usually use butthurt too much around the Thiessen household, but that's all right. It's another topic. Um, But victimhood is is a fairly big deal in that Louise, for years, was a psychotherapist, so she dealt with a lot of people who went through various forms of victimhood. And we we were kind of playing around with the concept a bit and kind of playing some devil's advocate and arguing some stuff out to try to figure out, you know, where's the handle on this thing? What we finally grasped was that typically victimhood by, I'll say most people, maybe that might be an exaggeration, but I'll say it anyway. Most people treat victimhood as if it were an event or based on an event. When in fact, victimhood is a mindset. It's a mentality. And we tend to confuse the two. So that that's good. when a person goes through an event that is a traumatic event, they associate with being a victim. It's an association. It's not the thing itself. The, the event itself is not a victimhood status. It's an association to victimhood. And that's something that we make in our minds. Well, if we make that in our minds, we can also make a different association in our minds that we're not victims. And that's why the whole thing it has nothing to do with events. It has to do with mentality. I agree 100%. And I love how you just unpack that so beautifully. It's absolutely correct. It is a mindset. It is simply a mindset. And if you could do that, you can certainly shift it. And, and it's, you ever held onto a story and like every time somebody asks you, you got, you tell that story because that story, that story is the story that you tell to keep you stuck and locked into a place. I was this, yeah, you know, I, I'll give you an example. I recall somebody who had a horrific, horrific uh, experience regarding extreme uh, sexual abuse and trauma and stuff that was just like it was all over the news kind of thing. And 40 years later, they're still telling the story. Mm. Ouch. They're still telling the story. It's still that that. I was a victim and true, true. There is there that, to that crime, true, but you're not today. And there it is right there, Walt. It's not the, it's, it's not a victim. It's the mindset. It's not the event. The event is not the victimhood. Yeah. I'm going to do a, a Google, I'm going to Google search. I guess I'll use my calculator. What's 40 times 365? I just, I just want to show you guys this. <laughs> 14, what, what, what? I said, what's 40 times 365? Oh, hell, if I know, I need a calculator. 14,600 <laughs> wasted days. Mm. That's yeah. how I look at it. Because you could have been watering a different sea. Yeah. And, and well, put it another way. If you're watering that seed for 14,000 days plus, what are you growing? <laughs> Think about that one for a moment. That'll, don't, don't spend too much on that one. That'll just depress the hell out of you. Yeah. But, you know, well, not, and there, but, 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 okay. So that takes me over to Ram Das. Like we're all here one walking each other home. Mm-hmm. And then it takes me over to Marshall Rosenberg. That beautiful innate want to just be loved. All of us, everything in life that we've ever done, 
is just to be loved. And it is that simple. I know, God, Debbie, you're simplifying that so much. Yep. Because that's, that's all it really is. And then you take it down from there and, and see, oh my gosh, I did this, I did that because of this, which then had that result. I know I don't want to do that anymore. I think I'll try it differently. There's so much insight to the beauty of doing it in a way that didn't didn't turn out the way that you had hoped. Of course, then we're going to get all into Wayne Dyer and his teachings of the Tao Te Ching from change your thoughts, change your life, and don't hold on to expectations. Holding on to expectations, that's a, like a, another huge one. Um, what about practicing the art of non-interference? I'm going to tell you all what. Now, this is real. I had a situation come up in my life and I didn't practice the art of non-interference because I thought it needed to go whatever way I thought it needed to go. And that right there is is an expectation, right? So you know I've just set myself up for some serious heartache and failure when I have done this. I couldn't just shut my mouth. I know it all. I had to be right. Seriously, and I love myself for this because I saw myself do it. I actually could see myself do it. Shit. Wow. Oh my God. What are you doing? That, you, and I could hear, and I could hear it on my shoulder going, Debbie, you know you're supposed to be practicing the art of non interference. <laughs> and I'm over here like, nah, what's up? I'm going to interfere. <laughs> no, it'll just, no, I'm not going to trust my abundance whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to fix this shit. <laughs> so there's that. Which then leads me over to my original. Love, which was the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, who said, be impeccable with your word. That means the words that come out of your mouth are magic. They could be white magic. They could be black magic. That doesn't matter. What do you want? What results do you want? Now back over to Neo, because he said he's got positive affirmation tools for us today. And given the fact that our words are power, that's where these things that come out of our mouth, they're that's powerful. It's creation happening as you open up your mouth. If you're curious about what the other three are, look them up. <laughs> no, this is actually good. I wanted to do something. I'm going to, I'm just going to call it affirmation creations. Um, okay. You're in that funk or someone is in that funk where they're feeling butthurt about something or they've been victimizing and they want to end that. They want to proactively end it through this specific technique, which is affirmations. What affirmation would you come up with to get you out of that headspace? Who's going first? Walt, Debbie? I, I Walt, you go first because I'm laughing over here at Jeffrey. You're cracking me the hell up. That's why it's called spell in. No sh Yeah, yeah. Dude, love you. Oh my God. You, you gotta ask me the question it's again, Neil. I just got totally distracted by that. I just, God, that's why it's called spelling. That's a good one. That's actually a really good one. Um, an affirmation to get you out of a butthurt funk. I don't really do affirmations specifically in terms of I have this one affirmation for getting me into a place. I don't really do it that way. Uh, especially since going through the Taya boot camp. Um, okay. one of the greatest things that I, and I actually said this to David when I did my, my exit interview, so to speak. Um, he asked me what was the best thing that came out of Taya for me? What was the best thing I picked up? The best thing was the three step process that they have for when you're really, really in a low place, what they call down the spiral, when you're way, way down there. Um, it's, it's a very simple process. First step is you engage in a low thought activity of some kind, you know, ironing, cleaning, walking, something that doesn't take any thought at all for like 10 minutes or so. And then you follow that up with uh, three or three to five different affirmations slash appreciations. It's more like appreciations than affirmations, things that you can appreciate right now and feel good about them. And then when you've done those two things, then you do some meditating for, you know, 10, 20 minutes, something like that. And when you're done with that, I, I find I get to the first two and I'm already up the spiral. There was one, exactly one instance so far where I had to do the third one in order to finish getting all the way up, and it worked. But it's the most effective method I've ever run into and experienced, and I love it. So that's my go-to. I don't really do an affirmation. I do a process. 
Okay. All right. Well, let me reword the, the, the question because it's, it's one thing to get you out of that mood, which I love that. I wrote it down. I'm about to use it. It's a good one. It really <laughs> like works. <forever. right? laughs> but I meant like as far as manifesting not being in that mood anymore. That's a so choice. Good. Dude, that's a choice. It is, it a, is choice. a choice. It is a choice. It's easier reminded once you, that's what I say, I do like affirmation. When I'm in it, I, I just start breathing. Period. I, I, when I get there, when I go there, breath. And the affirmations, the affirmations are good too. If you're in a space where you just have to seriously remind yourself, but that's why you write a list of a hundred IM words about you and a love letter to yourself so you can pull that sucker out and read it. But you got to do it when you're high vibe. You can't do it when you're low vibe. Yeah. yeah so that's the kind of tool I'll use, and those affirmations are in there. There's really great thing you could you could write. Um, aren't you a badass? Mm-hmm. Is my mic going in and out? No. A little bit. Oh. I mean, it's not it's not bad. We we still hear what you're saying. It's just that it's, the volume tends to change a bit. Mm. I don't know what's going on with my mic. I can go out and come back in. Um, I I personally think you could take stickers and stick them on the on the bathroom wall or sticky notes. Put them in the bathroom mirror. You know, just reminders. You rock. You're awesome. God, look at you go. Aren't you Aren't you incredible? Mm-hmm. And mean that shit, you guys. The, the I, the I am great. I am blah blah is beautiful. I am that I am is the name of God in the book of Moses or the book of Genesis, and that was said by Moses. The I am statement so powerful, Neo and and Walt that like literally that is I am. In fact, never say I am sorry because you're not a sorry ass. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Exactly. I, I am and I love are definitely two of the most powerful ways to start off an affirmation. I appreciate. Just, uh, I am grateful you, for. When you that's that's exactly what it is. When you love something, you're manifesting a future where you're loving that thing again, which means you're appreciating it, you're grateful for it, you're happy, you're smiling. And so I absolutely love that whole aspect of it. Um and that's what I, that's what I, that's what I want to do. I'm gonna probably bring this again next week, and you know, if we get, if we run into it some more. Um, I was yeah, last week, crazy last week. I said, you know what? I need to sell some more merch. And Ooh. I said, and I said, now, what's my affirmation for this merch to sell more merch? And I said, you know what? I love selling merch. I love All right, selling there you merch. go. Like, it's, an ac- it's an accurate statement. The yep. ego can't mess with me and say, no, you don't love it. Of course I do. <laughs> so I start, no lie, I did it one day, a couple times, forgot about it for a whole week. Six days later, I had a meeting, wasn't even thinking about it, left the meeting, lady purchased 17 wristbands. Ooh, nice. I was like, hey, that was that's a six-day turnaround, and I only did it for one day. I'm getting real good at this whole thing. So I, I do this thing like anytime I want something or I go for something or I get it. Somebody says, hey, listen, we got a meeting tomorrow at 9, at nine o'clock. We're going to kill it. Immediately, I'm like, all right, my affirmation till then, I killed it. I killed that meeting. I feel great about that meeting. And I just like, I, oh, I just create affirmations, and that's what I'm living off of for the day. That's and, cool. Um, I like that. And I'm trying to get other people uh, to do that, to kind of not skip some of the beginnings of the law of attraction and learning about it, but to dive right in and get those results that they that they need to make them research more, to make them come to, to watch this show more often. So I'm trying to get them the best I can uh, as far as results there, because results make people show back up. So, yeah. Well, what, you, what you're describing is it's been called a number of things. It's been called segment intending. It's been called... In- Paving. There are a lot of different names for it. And, and what it really amounts to is, here's what I want to have happen next. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm naming for next. And, and literally, the best thing to do is to do that throughout the day, depending on what's going on in your day, from one place to the next, from one thing that happens to the next. Try to shorten down from a paragraph something, something like a phrase, maybe a sentence. Although a sentence can get too long. Because your ego steps in and picks at certain words. Well, when will you get it? How will you get it? So make it short and make mm. sure you say it 10 times. That's why I say affirmation. You got to say it 10 times. They all, I always say you'd be smiling by the third time you say it. And you'll be 
your brain will be giving you more reasons to be happy about it by the time you hit the six or seven. Yeah, well, I love and that because what you're really bliss. What you're really doing is you're getting yourself into the feeling space by saying it three times, like you just said. After the third time, you're you're already feeling it. So just by repeating it over and over again. You're giving yourself that really deep feeling of what Neville Goddard called the wish fulfilled, that space, that place, that event, that experience, when everything worked out the way you were hoping it would work out. How does that feel? That's what you're building. And here's, and the, thing about, here's the thing about hope. By the fifth or sixth time you say something, your brain is going to automatically start throwing at you examples to support what you said. In other words, reasons to believe that it's either coming or it's, po- it's a real possibility. So that, so it's not like you're reading it from a book or outside. This is in your brain coming to you. That is going to instill confidence in that goal being achieved. Next thing you know, you expect it, and what you truly expect is what's going to happen. So I'm trying – it's it's a, real, it's, it's a real good thing, and I'm, and I'm trying to do it as often as possible. Anytime I have a goal outside of go get a glass of water, which involves me just grabbing my water <laughs> bottle – Anytime right. I have some type of other goal, something small, got to run to Lowe's and return such and such, I'm on it. My trip to Lowe's was amazing. Nobody gave me, you know, I, I wouldn't say nobody gave me no hassle because then I'm talking about hassle. But out of the mm. out of the many things that could go wrong in that trip, uh, just, you know, I had a great trip to Lowe's, you know, envisioned running into somebody that you haven't seen in a while. Nice. Finding a $20 bill on the floor. Oh, man. Remember that last time I found a $20 bill on the floor? Stuff like that. Like, bring them in. Bring them in. Every day you're faced with 50, uh, 60 to 70,000 choices. <laughs> yeah, what, am I gonna think, what am I going to think next? Let's use it in your favor. Absolutely true. Yeah. And by the way, I, I love what both of you guys were saying earlier about the I am statement, because that is like the, the foundation of the whole thing. Um, and you were mentioning having notes around the house. I have exactly one note. One note. It's been on my wall. It's right up here above my desk where I can see it every day. I've had it up here for probably five years now. And the note says, I am source energy and I make wonderful things happen by feeling good first. Cause I want to remind myself every single day, that's the secret feeling good first. Cause if I can do that, my, I am, it's going to produce my, my, Oh my God, that's what it's going to produce. <laughs> can you give me that one more time? The whole thing? Yeah, sure. It's what I am source energy. Cause I want to remind myself where I come from. I come from source energy. So I am source energy. And I make wonderful things happen by feeling good first. And that's been on my wall now. I look at it every day. I see it every day. I don't even take it in every single day, but I still see it. It goes into the subconscious mind. There you go, everybody. I typed that in because I love that. Yeah. You, you type it right after I spent 20 minutes handwriting it. My hand's cramping up. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, you know, I seriously, writing's changed, isn't it? We're so we're, we're all so used to electronics. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I see in my room right now. Okay. Always be yourself, unless you can be a unicorn, then always be a unicorn. <laughs> I like that. That's cute. <laughs> That's good. Wait, do you have wings? Or is that just Pegasus? Oh, no, Pegasus. Oh, okay. I wasn't. Sh- is Pegasus a unicorn? You know. No. Oh, all right. A Pegasus is a Pegasus. A unicorn is a unicorn because yeah, it has horse. a little horn. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I have Namaste, Princess of Everything. Uh, that's what I've got in front of me. Uh, back here, what I have is, well, it says, you can't, I don't know if you guys can read it. Expect nothing. Appreciate everything. Grateful nice. for the little things and the big things and all the things in between. And a grateful heart sees many blessings. And over here, I have be grateful for you. Nice. nice. Very nice. Now, I'm going to tell you guys that keeping positive. I love that you brought this all up, Neo. Putting positive stuff around you that you're taking in with your eyes it's putting that into the atmosphere. I'm telling you, my room's so lovely and cozy. I love it. I have angel wings behind me. You know, I have my little new sparkly angel. She's so pretty up there. Joy, <laughs> joy's over here. Love is over there. The, the beautiful plaque I have called love. Anything love that you, you surrounded can, yourself with joy and love, by the way, all around. And just so that you all know, pink is representative of love 
because pink is a variant of red. Okay, so it has to do with your heart chakra. But when you have pink, you're inviting in love. Now, I didn't know this, and the reason I know it right now is because I was just in my nonverbal communication class, and we had to do an evaluation of an environment. So I picked my bedroom. I picked my room. I picked my, my studio here, you know, and went, okay, uh, because it's so it's so me, but it's also, yeah, what? Just out of curiosity, when you, when you say a nonverbal communication club, I picture a bunch class. of people standing there. Class. I picture a bunch of people standing there, not talking, just teaching mentally. Like, it was. Remember, I was in school. It was a class, and in this class, I, Leo, you kill me. Could you imagine? No, what it did is it makes me like. It made me like this private. <laughs> Like, I'm watching for nano expressions, like, by the side of the mouth. Like, if I'm interrogating somebody, like, I'm going to just, I'm going to sit there. So I'm literally, like, uncomfortably now, I'll just stare at people when they're talking. Watch for the nano expressions. Nope. And that their eyes move a certain way. You know, I'm not sure I believe you right now. <laughs> it works every time. I swear to God. Anybody feeling sorry for Joe right now? Anyway. <laughs> I have to, but just now I had this image in my mind of a Star Trek episode where everybody's talking to each other telepathically and there are no mouths moving at all. If that's what it sounded like to me. Yeah. Well, you know that nonverbal communication is 80%, 90% of our language. It is huge. Yeah. It's how that we are. So nonverbal is also environment. It's also what you have around you. It's how that your environment speaking to you. What are you doing to create a space in your life that and brings how you, you presenting yourself? Oh yeah, oh all yeah, for to sure, totally. But it all ties back in to how that you speak to yourself. Your I am. If you don't want to call them affirmations, if you want to call them statements, if you want to call it a process, whatever works for you. You're in control of how you want that to be. I, I literally just, I have leopard. I love leopard. I have leopard pillow. I mean, my room, this is a thing for me. Mm. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I realize that some gentlemen are not into their decor. Well, I'm going to tell you, like, anything that you can put around you, anything, that makes you that makes you smile when you see it because it reminds you. Well, I know that vicariously. I, I know that because of living with my wife because she, I mean, she's like the consummate Christmas decorator. I mean, you should uh, see the apartment right now. It's just gorgeous. And it's gorgeous uh, every year. I mean, unless she's having a really bad year, like the year she was really sick, not a whole lot was happening that year. But other than that, I mean, it's just, it's a joy to be a part of it. It's, just, it's mm -hmm. a joy to be living in it. So, and you got I mean... What's that? And you got cats. We got cats too. That yeah. means figurines are getting knocked over. No, <laughs> actually, they don't. Believe it or not, they they really don't. It's it's kind of a shock to me, but they don't actually do. That. Oh, look at this! Nice love. That's good manifesting, Walt. That's good manifesting. I wanted to say something about exactly that, Debbie. What you put up, um, just real quick for everybody, because you know there's two sides to every coin. The decorations and having love and inspirationals all around you are great. But I know a lot of people who have them up everywhere and don't even recognize them. They're just yes. background noise. I'm not going to say you have to use them. I'm going to say it's so much more beneficial if you use them. Because if you look at a paragraph for one second, you will read and register that entire paragraph. So glancing at a room, you will read and register love and the inspirational messages. So it is getting in there somehow. But I think of them like stones. Stones to me, somebody said this to me once, it's like a lens. It can magnify and intensify, but if it's not being used, it's just a lens over there. Okay? So I just want everybody to remind everybody, use these things. I know so many people that has love and nice quotes written up on their walls, and they don't even see them or stop to read them. Use them. I agree. Very, well, that's... Very valuable that way. Yeah. Well, now you guys, you guys are all... Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. So now you're all getting into another scenario, which is not being present. 
Mm-hmm. See, what you're doing, Neo, and what you're doing, uh, well, we're asking people to be present. We're asking them to do, okay, so if you're looking at I am statements or you're doing anything in life that's going to require a mindful practice or thought or an activity, then you're going to have to be present with it. And what happens is that we live our life not being present. We're not in our bodies. We're not, we're, we're just going fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, and we're just existing, you know, and getting present. Eckhart Tolle taught, taught a lot about getting present. But the one thing that I dug about, and I'm not a huge Eckhart Tolle fan, but I like some stuff. I'll literally smack my hand if I have to, to bring myself back. If I find myself tripping or thinking about, here, I'll give you a for instance, y'all. You ever have this conversation? The three of us are having a conversation. And you're over, like, you're 10 steps ahead thinking about what you're going to say versus being present, listening, and actively listening. That right there is, that right there is not present. If I catch myself thinking about what I'm going to say next to either one of you, I'm not present here actually listening to what you have to say. And I want to take in the magic that each of you are presenting today. Okay, so this is like super, you're right, you can walk in a room and you can just be there, uh, blasé. But if you care, when you start loving yourself, you start working on being present. And yes, exactly, presence is, your presence is a present. It's your gift to be present with yourselves. And how do you know you're out of your body? Because you're off, in, well, because you're off wandering in, in your brain, in la la land. That's yeah. how. And we spend most of our time there, so don't beat yourself up for it. Just do better. Oh, no, no. You don't want to beat yourself up at all. I agree. But usually when I'm in my head, I'm coming from this this uh, reptilian part of my brain. The you know, I'm not necessarily always coming from my frontal cortex, which is where you really want to be. You want to be up here. Mind and heart coherence. Mind and heart coherence. This is where... This is what we want, mind and heart coherence. This is where, when you want to get present, dude, like this is it right here. Your breath and this to the heart. Ah, Present. I can see both of you. I'm back in my body. I'm here I am. I'm I'm here. This is interesting what we're talking about here because I'm realizing that there are two modalities going on. And we're kind of contrasting them, but in another way, they actually go together. Let me let me explain what I'm talking about. Right now, you were just talking about one of them, the idea of being present, of being right here in the now, not allowing the distractions, just what's going on right here, right now. The other thing that you referred to was like having the word love up in, you know, on the wall in the living room or something like that and not giving it a whole lot of attention. And yet both of those are useful modalities. What's really cool is when they work together. Let me tell you what I mean. Um, best example I can think of, the work of uh, Professor Emoto, the guy who works with the water and the crystallization of the water, the yes. movement and so forth, yes, yes. right? So, so what does he do? He, he'll, he'll take a container and uh, he does it a lot of different ways, but I'll just do like the simple description. He, he makes you know, a, a piece of tape, takes a piece of tape, puts it on a container, writes love, on the, the, the tape, pours water in, or actually maybe, maybe do it in the reverse order, put the water in first and then put the tape on and really yep. apply that tape with, with feeling to it. And then he'll leave it there. And that water will keep being sweeter water. It'll keep being better tasting water, even though he's not giving it attention. Similarly, if you are living in a room and you're in a place where you're right now and you're having water right now, and you pour water into a glass. You don't even have to put anything onto the glass. You just think, I'm feeling love right now. You drink the water, and it tastes better. It's a, it's a more purified water. Now, the interesting thing is, what happens when you combine the two together? What happens when you pre-plan by creating your, your container, putting the water into it, putting love on it, applying the emotion to it, and then repeating the process throughout the day each time that you take a glass of water? What happens is it gets multiplied. It actually increases in power. And that's what I kept thinking about as we're talking about this. You get the benefit of both. You get the benefit of love on the wall and you get the benefit of being in the now. And they both work together. 
Exactly. And Neo, you can't be drinking out of plastic. But gentlemen, really quickly, just a side note, plastic will give you gives you estrogen increases, which will affect will affect other pieces. So watch so be careful. I'm not joking. I just read this report the other day about plastic and men. I was just telling this water how I love it before I drink it. And now Yeah. Well that's still that's well, still it works. still works. Well, I got to tell you. Okay, so back to Dr. Another water Dr. Back here. I'm going to use no, this okay. other one. But you may go through menopause. So just warning you, you know. <laughs> Damn it. I tell. Okay. Here's what I, I swear. You guys just are killing me. Dr. Emoto. It, it, his work is extraordinary. If anybody hasn't seen it, you've got to go look at it. And, yes, I don't care what it and is. do it, by the way. Don't just look at it. Do it. Try it. It really does work. Well, it does. So get a glass, get two glasses of water. One of them, don't do anything to. The other one, talk to it, you know, for about a minute. And then taste each one. I swear, it is true. They're sweeter. Dr. Emoto's work By the way, a variation unbelievable. Before you go there, I want to point something else out, too. If you do that test that Debbie just described and you find that you're not really noticing a difference, Alter the test this way. Have one glass that you pour anger at and another glass that you pour love at and then try the test. And you'll find a much bigger differentiation between the tastes. Oh. Well, there's a, and I, I did, listen, there's a um, documentary on Gaia on water. And it's fascinating about how water holds memory. See, the reason that this is so awesome is because water, it holds memory. There's a molecular structure to water. The most amazing substance we actually have on Earth, and we are like 80% of that substance. Our, our, I mean, it's freaking nuts, y'all. This is Mm -hmm. awesome. Even higher than that. Yeah. That's why sound healing works. That's why that putting out the the it's it's the change of the vibration if that's what if it that's all it is you're shifting vibrations and things you're you're shifting the molecule actually i'm going to stop trying to explain science because i didn't take that in school <laughs> and stop because it's not coming out very well but i, I will tell a, you I, I posted a link to um, on my old website uh, before neopositivity was oh, born cool. Um, I had a whole page on my other website about this where I took screenshots from the video. So I posted it there. If anybody wants to see it, you'll see the pictures from the mm, video. I want to see the, it. The link is right there in the, in the there we go. I uh, want you to bring it up. Here, uh, I'll bring it up. Oh, I forgot about that. Now I could do screen sharing. You can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Screen share. Oh, oh. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm still planning these things out. We are. I am. I. I, I love this. Is. We're going from I am to oh, this is rad. Let's let's. Here we go. Yeah, so I got this. Uh, yeah, this is just the the page on my old old website. I haven't been on it in jeez ten years. And of course, um, since most people are just listening to uh, the audio, they don't see what's going on. We're actually looking at Neo's page, and it's about the water test, and you can read all about it. It's very cool. So the um, I'll, I'll put it into the description for this podcast, so you can find it there. But the the link, verbally speaking, is. Neo Maya Davia, so it's N E O M A Y A D A V I L A dot com forward slash the hyphen water hyphen test dot HTML. And again, I'll put that into the description of the podcast when I publish it. Thank you. Yeah, this is, uh, I felt so strongly about this that I had to make it for everyone to see. Uh, what the bleep, there's a the link right here for if you wanted to actually see the YouTube video. Oh, from what the bleep, when she was walking through, uh, mm-hmm. talking about the water test. And um, if you wanted to go to Emoto's website, just click on there. It'll take you to his website. Although okay. it's in a different language, might need to translate some things. But yeah, this is the water from the Fujiwara Dam by itself, that first one. And this was after the blessing for a Buddhist monk, um, after being distilled, and after um, it was labeled that she had love. And people would walk, they put it in a mirror and a window. So when people would walk by, they would read it and it would just say love. And that's it. The emotion coming from that person to that bottle in that one word. Um, this it's one said, cool. thank you. Uh, this one said, "You may, I hate you, you make me sick. 
Mm-hmm. And, and for people who can't see this yet because they haven't looked at the page, oh, that last okay. one is so different. The first one, it's like looking at beautifully formed crystals because that's what he does. He, he yeah. freezes these. Have you, guys, have you guys ever looked at a snowflake up close? Oh, yeah. No, I that's what it is. It's what it and is. You know why? Look at that is a snowflake. You just look at the pretty little one. By the time I get to the telescope, it's melted. Um, <laughs> but when you look at the last one there, because that last one was a really negative emotion, it, it, it's yeah. almost like it's fragmented. It's like it's falling apart. It's diseased. You can it's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's cancerous. It's freaking yeah. disgusting. I think it was an electron microscope that they used uh, mm. to, see, to see these results. But yeah, I mean, blue, There's blue the things distilled, but the chi of love. Look at that. Yeah, oh, look at that chi of love. And thank you. What else looks like this? They look so similar too, right? You Thank guys. you. Very simple. I'm all excited right now because here I look at me. I look like a little kid interrupting in kindergarten. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Look. Snowflakes look just like that. They do. Snowflakes look just like that. Hit that that sit in. Think about this. It's nature. Nature is what? Love. The Happy. orchestra of life. It's love. The or- nature is our orchestra of life. Everything in nature reproduces life. And those snowflakes that we see, because we've all seen a snowflake. Oh, Neo, that was good. Thank you for sharing and showing everybody. My prehistoric website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're- laughs> for those of you who don't know, my name is Nehemiah Davila. And um, when I first got my first website, I was like, I'm just going to call it my name and just put myself out there. And so that's what I did up until Neo Positivity became a thing. And then I switched over. But I've always, I still pay $19 a month just to have this website there, uh, just so I can go back and see, you know, what has changed and what has stayed the same. And stuff like this is timeless. Most of it is still the same. Um, but I've never really placed love and nature together like that because of how savage nature can be, you know, like animals in the wild or, you know, they kick their kids out right afterwards and they're eating each other and they feed the ground. And, um, but no, this, this snowflake thing is just proof to me 100% that nature equals love. It just does. The snow, the snowflake is right there to show you. That's hey, right. Debbie, I don't know if you saw uh, Kevin's comment. He, he asked an interesting question because you were raising the idea about not drinking out of plastic. He says, what about yeah. a milk? So what I did is I posted I posted the report right here into the chat. Hopefully you guys can click on that. Um, exactly. And only drink that water. Exactly, Kevin. Use glass. I use, okay, I mean, this is not a plug for Voss. But it is because look, <laughs> I I love my Bosch bottles of water. I also get my water from the water store locally that, that this guy has been here in Huntington Beach forever. But I use glass. I don't use uh, – I try not to drink out of plastic. This is insane. What's ha- Apparently, it just converts to estrogen in our system. This is not good. Not good. And so I just put it there. And I'm like, ooh. You know um, – Plastic's only been around for how how long, you guys? Uh, 100 years? No, not that long. It's like 80 years. Not even that long. Oh, nine, it'll be 90 years. 90 years. 90 years. Because it was not 1930. All right. 90 years. Okay. So, I mean, look, at, it, it's quite probable that they are discovering these things by now. So just be careful. But as far as in order to get the absolute best effect, do do just use glass. And the boss bottles are cool. Are are you aware of um, what Louis D'Souza has talked about? He's talked about drinking from a copper container. Apparently, that does something to the ions and produces a a very desirable effect, but I don't know much about it. My question on that would be, what about for those people that have a problem with heavy metals? And would that be putting too too much copper into your system? Even though we do need copper, I would be curious about what, how much copper is good copper is how much copper is good copper and where do you find a copper cup that's the second question oh that's that a, you can go amazon amazon i'm not plugging amazon i did not just do that no that's all right really let me ask you 
If I was to take water out of here and put it into glass and drink it, would it still take the plastic negatives into the glass? Oh, I love that you are talking about this because here's what I believe. I believe that it can be shifted. And here's why. They've done a bunch of studies just like that. And the, because what happens is it takes on the molecular structure of the actual container that it's in. Now, how they know this is they did these, they had these rats and they were studying the rats and, um, they had, they had, if I remember correctly, they had put something. Wait a minute. I don't remember what it was. It's on that damn documentary. What I'm going to tell you is this. They gave rats water that, that, uh, had, dangerous stuff sitting inside of the it didn't mix in the water it was just next to it the water took the molecular structure and the rats that were drinking it actually died and this water never touched anything harmful so the water picks up the structure i'm not a scientist and i'm just all of it so seriously think about this though i mean we were just talking about the role that emotion plays in structuring water and in, mm -hmm. in, in controlling the flavor of water. Clearly then emotion and thought process affects water. Well, if that's going to be the case there, why wouldn't it also be the case in that particular study? I, I imagine that's probably what happened. There was probably a, a direct thought process going on there and it, it, it infected the water, if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah, I, and so- I didn't make water nuts. Water freak, I drink- Okay, well, I'll tell you there- I don't drink anything else besides vodka and cranberry. But I learned I learned something about water. I'm gonna man. I'm, I I believe because I don't think I have too much estrogen. <laughs> I, believe, I believe that I have been shifting that water because of my appreciation for it to be good for me. Probably, most likely, I bet you. But I'm gonna drink out of glass more often because you said that. <laughs> So here's seriously. I well, I just read that report the other day. That's why I I posted it. But it's really simple. I take and I, if I don't have the other kind of water, then I put it, I, if I don't have, the, <laughs> if I have to use bottled water, blah, 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 then I will pour it into my boss bottle and I have a tuning fork. Ah. And I, I hit my tuning fork and I put it against the glass and I structure the water. <sighs> I kid you not. I need a tuning fork. I it is so fork. red. Oh, and then I and then I put the tuning fork right here. Oh my god, it's so awesome. The other way that you can structure your water, and I learned this from Melanie that owns the Phuket Cleanse in Thailand. I call it the fucking cleanse, but it's the Phuket. Okay, that's awfully close, uh, dude. I was like, what? Where is this place? It sounds like there's, Phuket, there's, it's, it's an actual Phuket. place. It's a real place. It's an actual, it really is. And so anyway, she said, I interviewed her and she was awesome. And she was saying that you take water in a glass container, everybody. You, you take it outside and you put it into the sun. And you let it sit in the sun and let the sun structure the water. Then you bring it back in and you drink that. You let it, you know, you can freeze it. You can, you know, put it in the fridge, whatever you want to do. But... That's going to do a lot of water. things, actually. Yeah, so use the sun to charge it. And also to drink water first thing in the morning. Then if the sun is out, go and stand in the sun for 15 minutes because it's like charging a battery. You need water and you need the sun source energy. That's what, also, that's what Melanie yeah. said. Plus, you also get a filtering effect because the sun pours out ultraviolet light, which is a filter. It will filter out impurities from your water. That I mean, literally, that's what that's what the water authorities use. They they actually use ultraviolet to filter out certain kinds of impurities. Usually, that's uh, rad. Like yeah. So you talk, but you're talking about using a glass because I know I know right. that they, they came out with a study that said like you know if you leave this in your car and it sits in the sun, then you get in there later and you need something to drink and you drink it. That has been known to cause cancer over time. So yeah. I'm assuming you put it in a glass and you can put it on your window seal. And come back and it'll be a different water, right? Yeah, restru restructure that water. Restructure it. Yeah, and and, and go to Gaia. I'm telling you, Gaia has the best documentary I've ever seen on water. Y'all have to. 
Very cool. Seriously. Yay. Let us know, Kevin, how it works out for you. Seriously. These are all just yeah. suggestions. And, and I highly encourage people to just have some fun with it, for goodness sake. Oh, God, yes. Play. Have fun with it. If you're not doing it fun, all you're doing is undermining yourself. And if you're not, and if you're not doing it all, all you're doing is sitting on your TV and watching too much Facebook, or watching too much TV and sitting on too much Facebook. Do something. Not that that we don't want it. We want you here. Yeah, you need to be watching us. But that he's not. We are an exception to the rule. (laughs) 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 Little self-serving promo there. We love it. No, this, I mean, you're gonna be watching something. It might as well serve you, just like your thoughts. Absolutely. Who sit back and ask you? Are my thoughts serving me today? It, are, is anything you're absorbing serving you today? Don't just use it for, you know, your thoughts. Use it for everything, especially Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to wish you guys a happy weekend. Uh, we're, we're leading up into the last week, leading up to Christmas. So there's going to be more good stuff to talk about next week. Uh, by the way, I will be able to do a show. I don't know if you guys can, but um, I'll be doing a show on Christmas Eve. So hopefully you'll be able to join in. In the meantime, have a great week. Thank you very much to our podcast listeners everywhere. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.